Coming up in this episode, I chat to David of Amanda and David Gatwood Ferguson, the proprietors of Nomad Safaris, operators of Tesla Model X's down here in the Queenstown region. I'm Alex, and this is NZ All It's Tesla podcast. So, David, tell me a little about how this how this got underway. You were obviously operating tours with other vehicles before the, the Teslas. Yes, we've um, we started eons ago, and we were using Land Rover Defenders. Oh yeah. And when we started, the vehicles uh, were licensed for twelve passengers. Right. And then over the years, they've. Um, kind of shrunk in size like an inverse TARDIS and <laughs> now uh, we have six people in the Land Rover Defenders yes um, externally they're exactly the same vehicle but people want more space so we've switched to the Land Cruisers and yes. that's worked uh, really well for the last must be a decade or so and yeah we do interesting off-road uh, tours uh, Queenstown had a gold rush back in the 1860s and under pressure from the UK uh, a number of roads little little roads uh, to increase the productivity of the gold were built funded by the government and uh, taxpayer money and uh, these are absolutely ideal for doing four-wheel drive trips as they go through rivers they go along mountainsides um, they've got spectacular scenery great fun so much uh, wonderful scenery that frequently used for movie making as well as commercials so of course Lord of the Rings was made uh, the first movies were made extensively here before CGI uh, ruined everything <laughs> um, so there's some great movie locations to go and to go and find so we've been working at this for some time and it was going really well uh, pre-COVID uh, and it's now coming back strongly um, and along the way we've we've always had a passion for trying to be environmentally sensitive and doing what we can to look after what's here and try and improve it because there's no doubt about it that there's been some mistakes uh, in the in the past right <laughs> and then along came some electric vehicles that just fits our our whole mentality of trying to see if we can do better yes so um we latched onto Teslas. Uh, there weren't any in the country at the time, and we, we, we did some investigation. Oh, what uh, what year are we talking about here? 2017 or something? Uh, yeah, it was 16, 17. Yeah. And then we were on holiday in Hawaii, which was getting Teslas. So we did some test drives on, on that one, which was all well and good, but they wouldn't allow us off the tar seal. Right. Um, and then um, the yes. following year, we were back in Hawaii, and we did go on some volcanic tracks they were uh it it wasn't particularly much it wasn't challenging or anything but you could get a feel for how the vehicle would perform um given that because uh, we had range rovers uh um here that was our own personal car and for doing the high-end tours private tours here so the air suspension is is a wonderful thing for taking out the bumps Yes, and where we go, there's lots of bumps. So having a, an air suspension ride is particularly good. So, how does the um, four wheel drive compare to something like a Land Cruiser? I would always think of a Land Cruiser as being rugged enough for a desert, you know, and uh, 
just wasn't aware of whether the Tesla Model X was the same sort of yeah, four wheel drive. With the Tesla and with future electric cars, it it approaches this four wheel drive with a brain. Um, so however much you pay for your Range Rover or BMW, they don't they don't have a brain in the engine. Uh, so they're pushing out power. Yes. And the only way to adjust that power is by firing the ABS at a spinning wheel or the um, drive shaft. Yes. Um, whereas the the when you have a brain. Um, you can go, well, that wheel's spinning, so I'll back the power off that right. and put it to somewhere else that yeah. more deserves the power, okay. which is a completely opposite to a traditional four-wheel drive. Yes, don't you usually have a diff lock or something in a normal four-wheel drive? Um, yes, you do, and again, that's to to balance the power and uh, to try and stop wheels spinning. So with an electronic vehicle, uh, with the Tesla... It, it does that with its own uh, sensors, and it goes, "Oh, that wheel's spinning, so we'll 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 put it over here," yeah. which is basically the same as a diff lock, isn't it? Because if that wheel's sure. spinning, you you engage a cross axle diff lock, and both wheels then go round. You yeah. can't turn uh, because they don't turn when your wheels are locked up. Okay. Um, whereas the Tesla just does it in a much more so intelligent easier, fashion. Easier to drive. Then, it's probably. it's yeah. way way better. Yes. We proved this on Queenstown Hill uh, last winter and we were driving around in the Defender and a Tesla and the Tesla in the end had to pull the Defender out a couple of times. <laughs> really? Because um, it could manage uh, this wheel slip whereas yes. the Defender's just completely lost. It doesn't even have um, limited slip def- diff. So, uh, yeah, the Tesla's far superior to that so then again there's a photo on the wall behind you there of a defender wading through a river you wouldn't really want to do that in your in your tesla would you um no but not for the reason you're thinking right because you're thinking that we might get stuck or the tesla might blow up right yeah (laughs) but no it absolutely wouldn't it's got it hasn't got as much clearance as the defender but it has with its air suspension it can be raised it would do that quite well the reason we wouldn't do it is that the door seals aren't very well sealed. Oh, and water would come in, yes. rather like your Range Rover or Defender. Yes. And then you've got stinky carpets. Yes. So what you really need then is you need a rugged utilitarian version of the Model X, don't you? Where you would strip out the interior perhaps and replace them with some more functional um, or some more practical trimmings. Would, would that be something you would do? Well, <laughs> or we could copy what uh, Land Rover does, which is to... Um, give you the option to remove all your carpets. And when you do that, you'll find that they've drilled holes in the floor pan. Oh, I see. Um, And and that just allows the water to drain out. Right. And also, defender doors, um, as you drive along, you can actually see at the uh, front uh, forward corner uh, big gaps so water can just (laughs) flow straight out. Oh, is that the reason for panel gaps? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So so we could do that. The trouble with drilling holes through the floor pan is that you drill them through the battery. (laughs) <laughs> and that's probably not, not advisable, no. no indeed. <laughs> um, so they need to think uh, about something else. So it'll be interesting um, as and when we get our, um, what are they called? 
Cybertruck. Cybertruck. Yes. Yeah, we got our name down for Cybertruck. Oh, good so. on you. Mm. Oh, I'm glad so, to hear it. Um, it would be perfect for your kind of environment and your application. So that's great to hear. We hope so. We do need to coach build them so they can fit six to eight people. Oh, it's yes. four people. It's just too expensive for, for what people will pay. But, yeah, we're, we've got our, our fingers crossed and hopeful. That's so work. you've had a history of coach building vehicles or modifying vehicles yeah, the, to the, suit? The Land Cruisers are heavily modified right. uh, to suit. Um, uh, so, yes, there were a number of, of uh companies around here or would find if we were going to do it seriously would probably uh, or possibly find um, some offshore like in Vietnam where they're quite good at doing this in Thailand and (laughs) get them to modify them and then bring them in here yeah wonderful or sort of modify it into a a jeepney looking thing from the Philippines oh yes I've seen those with the really colorful decorations all over them and yeah Yeah, how, how, how um, sickening would they be? But anyway, yes, we're hoping that um, we can we can move towards um, the Cybertruck as yes. and, as and when we we see it. So tell me a little about what the Teslas have been like in service. You've got these two beautiful red Model Xs. What uh, battery? What you know? The set of ninety or seventy five? Uh, it was the seventy five because at the time when we ordered them, the extra battery capacity wouldn't take you much further and was an extra, I think, $25,000. So yeah. we went for the smaller one because we don't do very, very many kilometres. Okay, so, so what's the typical sort of, what's the typical trip? How far do you go? Well, we go, we go to a place called Skipper's Canyon. Ah, yes. Um, uh, quite often uh, talked about as uh, the most dangerous road in the world. Um, <laughs> we don't know why, because it's not. Uh, well, that's right. A lot of car insurance policies don't cover you there, do yeah, they? Yeah, that's, so. that's right. Um uh, which is great because that, uh, I mean, <laughs> keeps what's kind of advertising? Yeah, it keeps people out of there uh, because it is a narrow road and there are some, some quite interesting drops. But it's, um, it's, it's, anyway, it's a wonderfully spectacular scenic road. It is a dirt road. In winter, it does get very, very gnarly. We don't take the Teslas in there. Uh, because you do body damage. Yes. It's just part and parcel. And if you looked at our defenders and cruisers, you'd find they've all got various states of body damage. So we don't want to do that to the Teslas. And I imagine knobbly tyres too. I mean, you would put knobbly tyres on your other vehicles, wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah. And we've got some more aggressive tyres on the Teslas as well. All right. Um, Which, uh, which, I probably shouldn't ask which brand, but I'm sure some of our listeners are curious. (laughs) uh, We'll have to go and have a look. Okay. I can't remember things like that. (laughs) That's fine. Uh, That's detailed. I'm the concepti guy. Of course. Um, so what we were talking about. Yeah, so Skipper's Canyon Road in uh, from spring through to, through autumn is perfect in the Teslas because um, its main asset uh, and the customer perspective is the uh, glass roof. You right. can see the mountains, you can see everywhere. It's a typical four-wheel drive. Um, the driver has got quite a good view and everybody else suffers, whereas the Teslas is just stunning for this. So that's great. The air suspension takes out the bumps. Yes. Um, four-wheel drive system works uh, perfectly. Uh, it's, it's wonderful. However hard it rains, uh, the tester will definitely uh, get through it. We we just love it. The, the the thing that's holding us back is that, that we can only get them licensed because we need to have licensed vehicles. They can only be licensed for three passengers. Oh, yes. Which isn't enough for uh, running our normal business. Right. Yeah, I can understand that would change the whole economics of the situation. It, it, it does. It pushes yeah. the price too high. Yes. So how far was that trip, Skipper's Canyon? Oh, yeah, that's back? what we were doing. Right, the, <laughs> the official road from the Queenstown Post Office, which no longer exists, 
The Queenstown Post Office to the Skipper's Post Office is 20 miles or 32 kilometres. Oh, yeah. So a round trip, uh, it takes us four hours, but that's because we do lots of stops, lots of um, commentary, gull panning, yes. refreshments, museum yes. stop and things. So it takes us uh, just the best part of four hours to actually do that. Um, yes. And it's about 75, 80 kilometres. Um, right. The other trip we do is longer, 150 kilometres yes. uh, to and around Glenorchy and Paradise. Right, uh, yes. And that's that's a bit longer, but there's quite a lot of road miles getting to Glenorchy. Oh, there is. It's beautiful. And there's all these bays, aren't there? There's sort of 7 mile and 10 mile or something. And yeah, 25 mile. 25, and, uh, yeah, right. and um, yes, one mile uh, out of town, and which is still in town. Um, yeah, you love the um, mathematics, don't you? I think this is where <laughs> the Shotover River was classified as the richest river in the world. Because, um, yeah, there was a lot of double counting. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. And um, and now, just remind me those, those those tracks you were describing in the first place that were originally for sort of gold mining purposes. Mm. Wh- whereabouts do those run? Are those? In... Well, the easiest way to describe it is behind Coronet Peak. Oh, I see. Yeah. Right. So uh, yes. so uh, from our town and f- from here, uh, you head towards Coronet Peak. And you'll find the Skipper's Road and you'll find the Maystown Road. Oh, and they're the, they're the main two. There's, there were five valleys with gold in with different sources, but the, the Maystown and um, Skipper's were the main ones. I see. Okay, well, thank you. I'm not about to start exploring these myself. I'm sure I'd rather have you do the driving or your operatives. Um, but I'm just also curious about whether there's been any other situations that have arisen with service for Tesla because you're a long way from the Auckland Tesla store here <laughs> um yes we are but um under the uh, the heading uh, build it and they will come because for whatever reason the tesla put in some superchargers here yes and uh, there's a lot a lot a lot of teslas in this town right. including a car hire who's got a dozen of the, of the things so um i know there must be 30 or so Teslas always buzzing around here. Right. I mean, yesterday I noticed that um, I was at Coronet Peak and there were there were four uh, Teslas came past me. So in, in quick succession. So that's um, that just goes to show. So the Christchurch Service Centre comes to us. That's good to hear. Mm, that's very convenient. We have been across there for a couple of things. We have um, we have a squeaky suspension arm on one of the Teslas. Um, that apparently comes up quite regularly, so yes. we're just waiting for their next visit. It's not important, apart from the, the squeakiness of it, which is quite funny, really. Yes, well, I've had the creaks on mine as well. Oh. <laughs> My Model 3 was uh, perfectly silent until just a few weeks ago when it suddenly started creaking. And oh, right. The arms got replaced pretty sharply. It's a, it's a pretty known problem with the Model 3. But um, Model X, they also have a, a fairly common situation where the the, the the negative camber on the wheels leads to premature tyre wear, doesn't it? And there's an aftermarket solution for that. Is that something you've had to explore? Or uh, that... Yes, it is. So we've... I'm trying to remember what we actually have done about it, but it's definitely uh, making sure that um, you've got the tracking right and a couple of other things. So we haven't done badly. We've actually had something like 15,000 Ks out of our tyres. Oh, that's not bad. Um, yeah. Which isn't bad for a Tesla tyre. It's um, well. I was and, more thinking the conditions you drive in are probably mm, a lot rougher than most of us. They would do. are, and we run them under pressure uh, right. to give us better traction. Yes. So that um, we don't get very much better um, tire life from anything that we operate. 
And has there been any uh, surprise from customers? I mean, have you had any people that were not aware that you were using electric vehicles or does everybody know exactly what they're in for? Or? <laughs> um, no, the biggest surprise was a lady and her husband whose name escapes me, but she is the president of Tesla. Oh, right. She is an Australian lady and she was over here um, holidaying with her family and they hired a Tesla from us because we can hire our Teslas. All right. And she hired a Tesla, and, and I uh, asked her whether we could just give her a, a trip around our, um, one of our Tesla tracks, because we do a, a, a Land Rover four-wheel drive experience um, lookalike product on Queenstown Hill, yes. uh, which, is, which has got some great ups and downs. It's where we operate our quad bikes, so it is up and down, Ian's... Um, um, I took them around in the in the Tesla, and some um, afterwards they said we didn't know these cars were so capable. <laughs> and this is the senior. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember the name now. Tesla, I haven't thought yeah. about it, but it just reminds me when with yes, that yes. question. Yes. But yeah, people are people. We um, we work with tourism New Zealand um, because there was there aren't everybody's talking about the sustainable and new tourism and new this and. Uh, uh, but there's very few products that they can actually demonstrate. So we get to take a number of notables around in our Teslas, yeah. and we love taking them up Queenstown Hill. And it and and it the, yeah the expression just blows them away because uh, nobody expects them to be capable or used in such a fashion. Right. And it's very much you know we didn't buy these as shopping trolleys. No, that's great. Um, they were bought as working vehicles, and we put them to work. Yes, I think that's wonderful. That's why I'm here today. Really, I've got great respect for what you've achieved. I think it's 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 one thing to talk about sort of eco-friendly tourism, but it's quite another thing to actually make steps in the right direction, and that's obviously what you're doing. So, yeah. So, do you want to tag along uh, Safari, and you can follow me up Queenstown Hill? <laughs> I'm sorry to say that I'm flying home today, so I'm a bit short of time. But it, it's very kind of you to offer the time, and I'd like to make it quite clear to all our listeners where we are. So I'm. I'm an industrial place, I think it's called. Yeah, that's, this is our depot. We have a shop in town, but this is our depot where we store all sorts of vehicles, including the Teslas. Uh, from here, we set off on our trips. But if any of the listeners uh, fancy driving a Tesla around Queenstown Hill, if they um, grease our palms with a large amount of silver, we'll uh, allow them to drive them themselves. That's fantastic. What an offer. Gosh, wasn't expecting any special offers for our listeners. But uh, look, David, you've been really kind and... Absolutely great storyteller here today. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's what I do. Contributing to our podcast. Yes, well, I'm sure. I'm sure this is what, what's got you to where you are today is the kind of... I should just check what brand those tyres are. Oh, let's go and have a look. Right, so there's our answer. So they are Hankook Dynapro AT2. So AT, presumably all-terrain. Certainly a knobbly-looking tyre. Now, I can see a little bit of damage here to the plastic moulding. That's by no means uncommon with... Uh, Model X's that work hard for the living. Yeah, we've 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 done a we've given them a few bashes. You can see quite a good one down there. <laughs> um, yeah, we, they're, they're pretty robust. Um, yeah, so. And the interiors hold up well to having all these people getting in and out. Uh, they they seem to, don't they? Uh, they seem <laughs> to, right. uh, to hold up really well. Yeah. We specifically chose the white because yes. it makes the inside feel a lot bigger. There you the go. The dark interior makes them feel like a wound so. I, I couldn't agree more I mean I obviously drive a Model 3 with a white interior myself and I can tell the, the listeners that yep this one looks like new I mean this is not a new car but it looks so 2018 in, yeah it looks in perfectly fine condition so no, we're really pleased with everything about it yeah we're 
forward to keeping them for quite a lot longer. Until the um, Cybertruck replaces them, of course. Oh, we all want to see that happen. Right, thanks again, David, for your time today. Really right. appreciate it, and I look forward to our listeners coming and seeing you for a ride. Cheers. Great. Bye-bye.